Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Everyone, hello, good evening, good morning. Um, we have the guest of honor today, everyone. It's not going to get better than this. It's, it's not, not going to get better. We're done after this. We quit. I don't podcast. get a podcast. Sorry, everyone. We're retiring. Um, introduce yourself. I'm scared. Um, <laughs> guess who it is, everyone. Just guess by his voice. Talk. It's, it's Jonathan Van Ness, you guys. Can you believe? I cannot believe. I Can cannot believe. believe. This they're, is insane. They're all in shock. Why did you come here? Well, <laughs> I know. Well, I'll tell you why. Oh, okay. Really? Well, it all started at the IMDb party yes, for the... That we were at this party. It was, the, it was an Oscar party. <laughs> it was an Oscar party. It was everything. And I looked up and you were there. And I was like, oh my God, I love you so much. Because that season of Bachelor in Paradise is the yeah. only one I ever watched. That's what I yeah. told you, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. And, and I accosted <laughs> you and we took selfies. And then I made you FaceTime my friend. Yes, I know. And so I that's remember, why I'm here. I, I was hear looking at you from across the room. Right and I was like, is that Jonathan? And then he was looking at me and he was like, is that Ashley? And then we like kind of like met each other and we're like... Oh my god, it's you! And before you left for the party, I was literally telling her the play-by-play about how much I'm in love with Antony and you. Laura is <laughs> in love with Antony. Oh, we FaceTimed you that night. Yeah. <laughs> Oh was, yeah, we FaceTime. I was just, I was like, oh my god, let me know if you meet Jonathan there because that's all I care about right now. Wait, did you? What did you just say? I said, is Anthony like possibly by? Okay, I want to talk for about Lauren. that for a minute. Can I want to talk about that for a minute? Oh, question. No, I have a serious cue. Oh, no, we yes. need to talk about it because wow. I have a serious cue, but this yes. wasn't the thing that I don't get. But this is actually probably something that's more relevant that I don't okay. get. That would be a good thing for us to talk about okay, going let's into talk Pride Month. Let's talk about it. Oh my god, we are so relevant. We are probably going to get like written up on like post queer voices for talking about this. Probably. Um. So okay, you know how like bisexuality is like often like you know they're like no you're not pick one pick a side like right. I feel like yeah. people are kind of like dismissive of bisexuals and it's yeah. like this thing that's right. kind of like she's just like not as accepted and people don't talk about right. it and like bi pride is a thing and like am I no um, but, <laughs> but, but in, the, in the gay community it's even hard for gay guys to come out as bi because then the gay community shuns yeah them, right? it's like a whole oh. thing and then and so I think that with women who identify as bisexual mm-hmm. I think that they're more um, likely to be dated by a man or a woman 100% exactly and so for That's you true. what I wanted to ask with you saying for her I mean take Anthony out of it because he's like my best friend and I'm mm-hmm. like oh my god makes me uncomfortable to talk about him but <laughs> like if you met like a gorgeous man and you were like I'm really 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 into him and he like checked all your boxes and you like you met him and like obviously not you because you already met your Prince Charming but let's yeah. just say you like went to Whole Foods and this gorgeous man is there and he's and then after like your fourth date he's like I've like you go to his apartment for the first time and there's like a picture of like yeah and you're like you put it together I don't know how you put it together Mm -hmm. but what happens yeah what does happen um in all honesty I would think he would just like men if he that's what I would think. I know, if I'm good. being honest, I'd yeah. be like, I think he probably. Okay, just so like we men. had this friend once who said like, if a guy is in two guys, then if he wants the dick, then he can't. That's a pickle. If he wants to eat if the you pickle, want a pickle, you just then want you just want to the eat pickle. A pickle. 
But so we were like, yeah, I guess you're right. Because like, how could you want both? But you can tell us. I think you want is, both. My think- friend, my friend Trayvon, I've told you guys about him all the time. He's writing an amazing series on HBO called Him or Her with Issa Rae. And he's fluid. And what, I didn't really understand what fluidity was until I met him. And he, after meeting him, I was like, it is so fucked. That it, that girls can be by, you know, and then no, the guy. When you say it like that, Definitely. I thought of it it's like so I never it before. It's so unfair Such to them. No, it's true, and it's like a thing because, like, I feel for. And I, I have one friend who I can think of in my head who I have definitely met, and I'm like, he is fluid. Yeah. Like he literally loves vagina and mm-hmm. he loves what about dick. harry styles okay that's he what i'm thinking that? i think, think harry, harry styles, styles is like what i imagine actually understanding wanting both but also yeah, god created too. harry styles for i want everyone. Lil wayne to be fluent <laughs> <laughs> so you can smoke weed with them oh well, Wait, yeah, so I can smoke weed. Yeah, 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 so i can smoke weed with them yeah. that's exactly uh, why i want wayne i just like he is so gorgeous to me. I don't know. I just love him. He is so cool. I always, I always sure. have loved him. His voice is also the best. And I if you like. can like survive like shooting yourself and like drinking so much scissor that like, <laughs> yeah. I just feel like that is like a level of commitment die. to life that like I want in a partner. That's so true. <laughs> I love you. You know, yeah. if you give him the opportunity, maybe he would be fluid. I also, I if mean, it's you. And I am kind of like, you're all about so I think a lot of straight guys could hook up right but yes, i think but i think absolutely. my psa from the bottom line of that mm-hmm. is like i think we could all get a little more curious because like i think i have an implicit bias mm-hmm. with because like if i knew that my man could potentially if i had to go up against the likes of you three literally like you know what i'm saying but that's so crazy because <laughs> i am thinking that about you i'm like if there's a gay guy that or a fluid guy that i'm dating and you walked in the room i'd be like fuck him. yeah and you be and, and so and yeah. i think that's the thing i think we like because i think for people that are fluid it's probably more just about like love and connection and they mm-hmm. probably like if they're right, really into right. a person they yeah. probably aren't going to be into someone else anyway unless they're poly and fluid which is like what's poly i'm exhausted polyamory is like polyamory right she's oh, like it's like people yeah. yeah which they which we're gonna do a podcast on yeah they, we've well, been i'm gonna give you a pre-thing to google on that that yes. I learned about polyamory that I think is really interesting. There is this um, emotion called compersion. Mm-hmm. And that's like the emotion of like, if you were in like a polyamorous relationship and you saw Jared just like getting it on mm-hmm. with like your guys' girlfriend, yeah. you experience it's a, an emotion that like you are happy for him and it turns really? you on yeah. that he's like connecting with your girlfriend. That right. is that's something special I don't feeling have. that I, I do not But like polyamorous yeah. relationships, that's right. a thing. It's like okay. called compersion. Yeah. Like it's an experience that you have to be able to feel because it's like a very but only like, some people can feel this? I think some people are more inclined to feel it than yeah. that because like I, I don't think i don't cur- act well actually there is this one couple that like if they wanted to have like a gorgeous poly i'm because i'm like really attracted to the both of them and they aren't on the show let right. me clarify they're okay. not it's no one on the show okay but i do feel like i would like vicky christina barcelona and like put it on uh, instagram well, I mean, and like not be that hottest- ashamed because they're so gorgeous yeah. Yeah. Well, then again, but if it was penelope ever, cruz yeah. and scarlett johansson well, that's I would the probably- thing. any gorgeous person yeah. it's like why not Wait, like, but yeah. that's a great. I don't get it. I have to tell you guys about my don't. I don't get it for the week. I hate when you call someone. Someone called me, and then they're like, "Oh, hold on, hold on," and then they gave like a whole order to this person behind the cash register at Panera, and it's like, why? Why don't you just call me back? They why are you putting me on hold to listen didn't to your think twenty you were minute answer? Or no, they thought that they were going to have more time before they went up to them. I just hate when people put you on hold and it's like for five to ten minutes to do something. It's like, just call me now back. Now it's a hate. She hates wasting any minute of her life. Well, that's a good producer. Yeah. Just call me it. back. Yeah. It's, it's outrageous. Yeah. I can't even, I mean, like, duh. I don't get that either. It's Who did it? I get it. I do it all the time. Let's go there. <laughs> <laughs> so What's your I don't get it? Well, 
Well, you can list as many as you want. Well, the one that I was really going into that's much lighter than the stuff that I already talked about that I think is, you know, that's much ultimate, more fun. Okay, so that's your that's your real I don't get it. I'm and now think it's about a that fluffier all day one. Now. Well, my yeah. real I don't get it was well, it's like why are we all such assholes to bisexual people? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's no. like the first thing I don't get. The second thing <laughs> I think about but myself included, like as I'm I, I get it, I need to work okay. on that. Um uh, my second I don't get it is like, do you guys watch Westworld? No. I stopped at the end of I'm season sorry. one. I really should start. Okay, well, okay, I can make it more broad. Um, uh, I, I don't get it, it when TV shows like make up all these rules and then I feel like sometimes <laughs> they don't follow them. Yes. Yeah. Like later on. Because like there was all these things in season one that like made for these like aha moments because one of the right. rules of the show is, is that, oh, <laughs> my phone dropped. It's okay. Oh my God, you're so quick. Wait, did the screen crack? No, she's fine. She's like okay. really like, I don't know. This phone has like been through Sounded it and she heavy. doesn't, she's not going to betray me. And I drop her really hard all the time. Um, oh my God. I probably, as soon as I say that, she's like, she's like a pop tart iPhone plus. I just love a gigantic. No, she's not. She's a seven plus. I'm not ready to, I'm not ready to No, you got to get the eight. Not ready. No, you I'm not, the, I'm not ready. I, I like my big. You want the ox jack too. You don't oh, yeah. want the stupid. I love this. Yeah, they fucking don't have the ox jack anymore. It's so annoying. I don't have that either. Oh. On a seven plus. She still did that back then. Anyway, so shows that don't. Yeah, so basically, this whole thing on Westworld was that, like robots weren't supposed to see anything that could hurt them. Mm-hmm. Like so like in the show like because like a bunch of the people in the show were like robots like they look like they're people but they're not people they were like mm-hmm. these like robot people it's very interesting mm-hmm. um but they like so one of the biggest aha moments of season one was when you find out that this one person was in fact a robot the whole time like right he, the african-american well i don't know if you should spoil oh, it yeah, on this podcast <laughs> Okay. I don't know. I don't if you think I'm sorry. <laughs> is it a spoiler if it's season one? I hate when people do that. They're like spoilers. Like that season one's been out for a year now. It was him. Yeah, it yeah. was him. It was Bernard. Okay. Thank what, you. what do we think is a spoiler alert? Like if it's a week, you have to be quiet for a week after. I the think episode you should airs. be quiet always. Do you know why? Mm. Because I binge things. If people told me the end of like. Yeah, but it's not my fault that you've taken a year why. to watch. I, I don't want to know. Yeah, but, I'll tw- but I'll tweet some shit in real time, or some like, or I'll, I'll Instagram some shit in some real time. People sometimes, no, they no, they get out. they freak out. They get they, so mad. They're like, I'm unfollowing you now. <laughs> well, and they, but I, the only time I've ever been that livid was in the 1998 um, women's uh, figure skating yeah. long program because wow. on fucking ESPN in America they fucking announced that Michelle Kwan had lost oh to fucking Tara Lipinski like at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon like when we weren't going to see it till uh-uh, prime time. That's ridiculous. And like for me uh, like that was like, oh, the, like wow. I literally I will never forget like because my fucking brother told me but he found out from ESPN like I like I, I think that's probably like maybe the second hardest I've ever cried, and that other was like than like when my stepdad's funeral. Media. Yeah, Aww. Ashley no, ruins like, the end of the Bachelor for me every season. Well, it's I'm like, oh, people do it to me too. It's so insane because I'll be because like, of oh, that website that knows the winner. No, yeah, but I'll be on Instagram Live or something, and then somebody be like, oh. who do you think of so and so with so and so? And I'm like, are you kidding me? Just because I'm part of the show doesn't then, mean that I, I know just, it happens every season. I just hate when I'm scrolling through Instagram and Us Weekly or some outlets like, oh, she's engaged. It's like, thanks. I didn't want to fucking know oh, that well, she got they, engaged. Like, that, they want you to come out with that. But for that's some annoying. That's a huge. I don't spoiler. know why don't they want to wait. That's a question. Oh my god, you're so in tune, like in, in tune with <laughs> Just me. This. Yes. Wow, I love you. Um, <laughs> but it has nothing to do with what we were talking about. Okay, so we've never really thought of ourselves as flats girls. We either do sneakers or we do heels. And when we saw that we had an ad for Rothy's, we thought flats. I don't know if they're for us. And then we got them in the mail, <laughs> and it and changed. It changed our thoughts on flats. They are so great to just slip on. We gotta like run an errand or walk the dog, yeah. um, go to work when you can be like really casual. 
And what we love about Rothy's is that they don't give you those blisters at the back of your heel. That has always been one of the main reasons why I never wear flats. These are the most comfortable flats you've ever worn, and you can wear them all day. You're not you. You feel like you're in slippers. It's funny. Naz came over the other day. We were all like, and we were all wearing our Rothy's, and we just had a good laugh because we were just like. Wow, they really are so comfortable. No, so then get this. I was at the Almost Famous podcast, and I was wearing my Rothy's, and then producer Amy was like, you're wearing your Rothy's. I was like, wait a second. How do you know about Rothy's? She goes, we got them, and we've all been revolutionized. There you go. So, and, and they're also made out of water bottles, y'all, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, so like sometimes they turn right in to your shoes. They're stylish, classic comfortable and they come in a ton of different styles uh, colors you know um there's the flat there's the point and there's a the loafer they're different patterns they're different solids you can switch them up um what's which one do we have lauren the black uh, rounded loafer. toe i got oh, the black, black loafer. loafer okay and then i got the gray loafer so you gotta check them out we love rothy's and you know we have a whole different mentality on flats now get free shipping and free returns in exchange on your Rothy shoes, and you probably aren't going to return them. When you use our code GETIT, G-E-T-I-T, you'll get free shipping, no minimum. Go to rothys.com, enter your code GETIT, G-E-T-I-T, to get your cute shoes and free shipping. No-brainer. They're comfortable, stylish, sustainable, and there's free shipping. R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com, and enter the code GETIT. For a nice little treat for yourself. All right, back to the show. I don't know if, if your guest asked you this question a lot. I don't know if it's annoying, but I'm going to ask it anyway. That's part of my charm. Um, <laughs> who's like the not, like, I, I don't want to know, like, the record for. I want to know the current serving longest bachelor winning couple who's oh, still together. Trish, 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 Trista and uh, Ryan. And they're still together. They've been married mm-hmm. for, I think, 14 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my she God. was the first Bachelorette. First Bachelorette. And Bachelorettes have better, um, ba- much better track records. Track records. Yeah, like, yeah. Bachelor, like almost half only of one. Them. Only the only past one four two Bachelorettes are still together. Okay, okay. Actually, you know what? I actually just realized I was like full lying about, and I feel really ashamed mm. for lying on your podcast already. I did watch Bachelor in Paradise your season, but I also watched Caitlin Bristow's season. Yes! That was my first. Yeah, I did watch her season with my baby Patty, she's and a, she's the best bachelor of all time. The thing I miss about her season the most is like I need her to do feminist takedown pieces, mm-hmm. like like because those were so the fucking good. Shaming. Oh yeah, it, she did a takedown piece better than any bachelorette I think ever. Oh, yes. she was the most because she's so sweet about it. I also love her beachy wave tutorials on her Instagram. <laughs> I love you. Um, so no, good. I do, I do, and also like gorged. Like, yeah. yes, yeah. Queen, like, such a good pick. And, yeah. I, like, but also, like, let's just be real. Like, she definitely knew that it was him after, like, she snuck to his room. Oh, but that's like, why that was, it was the greatest. That's why it's okay, because she knew, like, they were, like, love pitches. They were love pitches. She needed to fake it the entire time. She didn't fake it the whole time. She still had sex with Nick, is what we're forgetting about, but that's okay, because she just found him very sexually attractive. And she's like, I can, and I'm about to only... Was that really hard for that gorgeous blonde muscle man? Yes, he's so gorgeous in, like, the most odd way, which is what I love. He's not at all to me honey he's like oh, no. he's obviously no, he's stunningly fucking hold me till the pain goes away with your big muscle body I love him when he was more <laughs> jacked I love him now that he's more I'm lean I'm literally dying right I now lo- and all of the different body shapes I, I get it he if just I became a, like a vegan that's oh, why he's all lean now yeah. oh honey I don't yeah. give up 
Mm-mm. Yeah. Wait, He's all tight. Really quick, just because you love TV so much, you brought up so many shows already. Can we talk about Gay of Thrones really, really sure. fast? Did you know that that was going to... Bl- like, can you tell everyone what it is if people don't know what it is? And is that how you got your start? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Can um, I watch you all day long? Like, you could I watch it. Wanna, I think there's I like, I think a live stream. You, I think a live stream of your life, like the Truman Show or something. Yeah. Oh my, I used Do you to go live a lot? That. No. You need to go live Is that my truth? We need to see you live in the moment. <laughs> okay. JVS in the moment. N. N. Sorry. It's okay. It's fine. It's, it's cool. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's, it, we smoked a really big fat slip right before this, you guys. Um... <laughs> On a Saturday at 10 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Don't shame us. It's our weekend. It's our day it. off. What time do you normally wake up? Like six? We have wow. Why? I know. Question. I know. Let's go back to this. I also want to know how you got JVN on Insta. Um, I have some. It's like when Julia Roberts says to that boy and my best friend's wife, she's like, "I got moves you've never seen." <laughs> um, oh my so, god. That's my answer to that question. Okay. And my That is the title of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Game um, of Thrones. Can I just say that someone really needs to get you as like an EP on a show like yesterday? Like you are so on top of it. You're so like you're Thank so you. I've never heard that before in my life. I know. Are you kidding? I'm hearing this. I know. Are you kidding? Never. No, I'm like the most unorganized not Virgo you're ever. You're really good at this. Oh, thank you. You're like oh, actually Lord. impressing me. Thank you, guys. Aww. I have a skill. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> no, you're like really good. Um, oh, thank you. Um. Uh. Okay. So, Game of Thrones is. Uh, so, Game of Thrones is like the amazing show. We love it so much. And uh, one day in 2012, it was December. Picture it, December. Um, I was doing another amazing feminist icon podcast host, um, like amazing woman who I'm obsessed podcast with. Podcast before podcast or podcast. The, her name is Erin Gibson and she's yeah. half of the host of this amazing podcast called Throwing Shade and mm-hmm. she is has a book coming out called Feminasty. I will plug her for the rest of my life because I love her so much. I always say that she's like the usher to my Justin Bieber. <laughs> um, I've been doing her hair for for a long, like when I met, like we met when I was, when I moved here in like 2009 and we became friends and and I ended up, we were like house call people because I was an assistant at the salon she went to and we were essentially like cheating on the salon because I was doing her hair mm-hmm. in the bathroom. Right. Like she had a hair cutting person there, but she wasn't trying to pay those prices yes. for right. highlights and stuff. And so I was like, I got you in the bathroom, like put this Cheetos sweatshirt <laughs> oh, on as like a smock and I'll hook your shit up in the bathroom at like 11 o'clock at night. So we did that for years. Um, and then when I was actually, you know, doing hair and Game of Thrones was on the air and it was like December 2012, she's like, do you watch Game of Thrones? And I was like, ah, yes, girl, I love her. That, that sash is fierce and that one mean little girl, she is just <laughs> so rude. And I just I don't understand why that blonde haired center part, you know, blonde share lady is just so rude. And then what's Christina Aguilera doing over there? I love that you just call Khaleesi with, with dragons and stuff. And she, when I came out of the fugue state of that recap, she was like, we need to do that for Funny or Die. And mm-hmm. I thought that she met like on like an iPhone or something. Like <laughs> I had never been on camera. I never like tried to be on camera. Like I've always been a hairdresser. I'm very right. happy, like happily doing that. Right. Um, so then like four months later in April or March, whenever that first episode started, you know, three months, she's like, we're still going to do that thing. And I was like, okay, girl, I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> and, um, and so, so like I walked in and they were like, sound speeding. And I was oh like, my oh my God. God, what is this? Cause it was like a Funny or Die produced thing. Like yeah. we didn't make that like on our, like we didn't do it no. on YouTube. Like Funny or Die was like, well, she, she, and, and the amazing thing about that was like, she, was like, I want to do this thing with my hairdresser who's never been on like a thing. Right. And they were like, no. And she was like, no, 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 it's going to be really, really good. And so she really had to fight like a, you know, kind of a, 
Like, you know, Funny or Die, like, is Mm -hmm. a bunch of dudes. Yeah. And she's this, like, female creator. And she was like, I want to bring in my hairdresser. And she showed me this whole other side of the world that I never knew existed. And she showed me this whole other part of myself as an entertainer that I never knew that I could be. And, um, yeah, so we did one episode. And it was supposed to just be one episode. But then Alfie Allen from the show ended up doing our second episode. And he's, like, this really major series regular on the show. He's very iconic. He's Lily Allen's brother, Ooh. and uh, and 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 then from there we were like, okay, this is like a thing, and then like forty-seven episodes later, and so an Emmy crazy. nomination, and like fifty million views. I can't believe you got or nominated. No, so you were every Emmy. episode, and yeah. every single. And I think one. I just added up. I think it. I think it was. Yeah, it was like fifty something million. I think it's like it's had like fifty something million views. It's Holy insane. damn! See, that's it's how insane. you would understand Game of Thrones. So actually. she was like a cult oh, yeah. classic, yes. little like you know, little underground following, and then from doing that, I got to host like some other things and you know that's how I started getting curious and then I got yeah. to and I just I've never Queer Eye was the first audition I booked like every audition I've ever done it's always like no because no I only ever booked jobs where they just like liked me like yeah. where they like saw me on Gay of Thrones and they just because they knew I okay, could do a good job so same yeah like I've gotten lots of gigs through that but I've never gotten one I'm, through an audition I just go in and sh- right. I just go in and lift up my skirt and take a fat <laughs> steaming dump on the ground and then I'm like thank you so much for calling me <laughs> I hope that was as good for you as it was for me. And then I leave. Wow. I'm a really bad auditioner, but I actually think I'm better at it now from failing so miserably at it for five years. And and I've learned so much from Queer Eye. uh, It's so inspiring. No, it really is. You just have to... I really think in entertainment, you... Um, you have to like be fearless about embarrassment and like just mm-hmm. keep creating yeah. even if mm-hmm. no one's watching. And be authentically yourself, I think. And even if you like lose followers when you post shit, you just have to keep doing it yeah. until you find the people. <laughs> no, no, it's true. true. I like, post a picture yeah. of my ass, I lost 40 followers. It's wow. fine, but then you just find the brand. That's so and you, weird. But whatever you want your brand to be, like you just keep chasing it and like keep going. And if you like fall off the fucking horse or if you if a thousand people unfollow your ass, which definitely has happened to me before, like... yeah. You just got to keep going. So Queer Eye, right? Wait, I know we can talk about Queer Eye, but before, just like a bridge over there, Drogo. So I only watched Game of Thrones for Drogo. Like Lauren was was like, like, you're going to love this this love story. I thought you were talking about the dragon from this season. Oh, what? There's a dragon called Drogo this season? Mm. Oh, I'm talking about Jason No, it's Dragon. It was... was Khaleesi's first husband. Christina Aguilera. Is that not the reason you got into the show? No. Why? Well, actually, well, no, well, he's the gorgeous. show's a great show. People Do you actually want to know it. a little known tidbit about this? It's like really funny that I've yeah. only told like three times. Oh my God. Um, it's like a really funny story. <laughs> so I thought I had been watching Game of Thrones when I recapped to Aaron yeah. that episode. Um, but really, oh when I God. was in a meeting with her later on when we were telling the story, no. these people were like, oh, tell us the re- – do you remember the recap that you told her in the salon? And I was like, yeah. I was like, I do, of course. And so I was like – I was like, this lady <laughs> this was pregnant. So this other evil lady like snuck into her chamber, honey, and there was this candelabra. And she did a coup de gras <gasps> on her and cut that baby out of her. And then she went over to this cliff and she did backwards full swan dive, gain her flip off that thing with the baby. And everyone cried. It was so devastating. And then they were like, that is Spartacus. <laughs> oh, my oh my god! And so really, I had only started watching Game of Thrones in third season. Like, I really had seen two seasons of Spartacus and then Game of Thrones, which is why. You didn't the, start from the beginning when you... Well, you now never I've seen seasons that. one okay. and two, but I started with three and then like... And, but I didn't hilarious. figure that out for a while. That is but so you probably funny. did Spartacus my so good god. that they were like... Yeah, and now amazing. I'm an expert in Game of Thrones and like a super fan through like yeah. doing it. But amazing. I actually... In the full meta is of it all. I actually hadn't seen good. it. good. That's yeah. amazing. So good. I'm going to take a break for one second because I just received a bra, guys, <laughs> that I actually really enjoy wearing. I'm not bullshitting you. This really... Lauren doesn't wear bras, AKA. I don't wear I bras. I don't wear bras at AKA, but like, they don't, she <laughs> so doesn't dumb. use 
bras, by the way, BTW. No, like I'll, I may may use like one of those like lacy bandeaus or something, but I'm like, no, I don't want to wear bras because I feel like I'm fatter when I wear a bra. Like when they push up and then they uh, like they give me arm fat and back fat, so I don't wear them. But I took a quiz online with Third Love. And I put it on. I was like, okay, let's see if this thing works. I put it on and I wake everyone up in the house. No, I say, she, she, I don't know if she woke me up, but she definitely goes, Ashley, guess what? This third love bra actually is different yeah, than every other bra I found out that I'm actually an A and a half. I know, little boobies. Which is so, <laughs> so embarrassing. But Tiny I'm, boobs. I'm an A and a half. And I like, didn't know that even existed, but you can get that. Your half size is with third love. I am also, I'm a 32 and a half. B. Okay. Yeah. 32 and a half. B. And these little things make a difference with your fit. Third love comes in 60 different sizes. When most bra brands only carry 15, they go from a double A through G for you, for your big boob ladies. Um, 50% of women fall in between standard cup sizes. So third love invented half cup sizes. There you go. Shoes have half sizes. So why shouldn't bras? Totally makes sense. Um, there's, there's tagless, which is a huge thing for me. Tagless, no itching. The straps don't slip. They literally say, Hey, when you put your bra on, does it fall off or is it too tight? And then they fix it for you. So third love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right Right now they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash get it. Now go find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash get it for 15% off. And I'm telling you guys, it's worth every penny. I got two different colors. And thongs. And thongs. They got un- they got thongs. They got um, pajamas. They got leggings. It's it's a great site. Yeah, All I right. want to try their leggings. Back to the show. Okay, I need to talk about Queer Eye because I know you've been asked this a million times before, but like your fame has just shot, like it's just been so fast, the turnover of like fame you've gotten. So can you like just talk about that? Sure. Um, I don't know. It, it, like, did you guys know it was going to be that successful when you were shooting in no. Atlanta over the summer? Or were you just like, I'm just doing this show for Netflix? I was taking like the Maya Angelou approach in the sense of like, hope for the best, but prepare for the mm-hmm. worst so that like nothing takes you off guard. I was shooting Gay of Thrones at the same time. So I would be in Atlanta like Monday through Friday, fly to LA Saturday, do clients, then do Gay of Thrones on Sunday and then fly back to Atlanta. I did the hair hustle. every weekend. Like in, well, every other weekend I would go to LA or New York and to continue my clients through Queer Eye because... <laughs> I was like, people could hate this show. And right. so I definitely like didn't book Queer Eye and then be like, bye clients who I've been mm-hmm. doing for 10 years and like who I've been working so hard to, because I've had my own business for in LA for like five years, like a studio that I've had for mm-hmm. five years and I love doing hair and I mm-hmm. will think I will always do hair even if now it's only like one day a month, but I'm still going to, you know, do it. And now my assistant, who's like amazing, Melissa, thank you so much. I love you so much. She's, uh, <laughs> she's like taken over and she's been with me for like three years and she's like a really fierce little balayager and she can highlight her life away because she has been relentlessly uh, bully coach uh, mentored by me for the last three years. Um, so, and I'm actually thinking I'm like actually kind of like a cute boss. I was just like being funny. Yes, um, I would love you as a boss. I'm, I am kind of fun. But, um, <laughs> Hire Lauren. But it's it's interesting. I mean, it's it the whole experience has felt... I don't like, I'm so grateful and it's been such a wild ride and I love it so much and mm-hmm. I don't want it to end and I want to keep doing it. But the aspects of it, of like, you know, being eternally 20 minutes late, which I always am in public and having the people pleaser in me that wants to like mm-hmm. take 80 selfies and find the light right. and, and mm-hmm. share the life stories with every person that wants to talk to me, which mm-hmm. like, I want to do that too. But like, I'm late even worse than I used to be everywhere yeah. I go. And, yeah. and I do feel like there is like a certain amount of pressure. And like every time I post on Instagram, whereas I used to do it with like reckless abandon, now I'm like, 
Oh, yeah. like I do need, like I, I don't, like I'm, I am a little more aware and I don't want to like, so just like the essence of like. The responsibility. Not only the responsibility, but like I don't want to lose like the parts of my spirit that got me here and I don't want to like, I don't want to lose my spirit and I don't want to change, um, I don't want to like change, but then it's like in life, like when your circumstances change, it would be stupid to say that you can't, that you don't change with mm-hmm, it. Right. So it's just like, you know, kind of like protecting my spirit and being able to like be fluid in this process and take it as it comes and be grateful and um yeah, it's just like the recognition and like the loss of anonymity that like I didn't realize like how much I liked my anonymity until I didn't have it. Wow. And I and when people said like are you ready for your life to change? Like I was like girl I got Game of Thrones. Like I I know like I've had a three people in a day come right. up to a selfie <laughs> yeah. for me so yeah. I know what that's like. I got this. Like, I was I'm, worried you were late here and I was like he probably got mobbed on the street. No, <laughs> no, like, no, 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 Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, no, no, this yeah. lady was fine but like I um but yeah, I just like I I didn't like I didn't know and and I and I think like coming from a really small town and being like uh, very well known in my small town for all the reasons that you wouldn't really want to be because I was like, you know, really effeminate and flamboyant and I was a right. cheerleader and I stuck out like a sore thumb. And so, yeah. and there was like a town of 30,000 people on the Mississippi River. It was like, were you the first male cheerleader at your high yeah, school? Yeah. And I was, and I, and <laughs> that's I, Nick, incredible. Yeah. It was like a thing. And so, <laughs> and so part of my wanting to graduate after my junior year and like escape mm-hmm. from there was like, I wanted to be able to walk down the street and like not have people like scream faggot. Did you move oh, wow. to New York early mm-hmm. right after? I went to, I went to Tucson and then Minneapolis because I was like a little scared of like being so okay. coastal. Um, mm-hmm. But then by the time I was 22, I was like, I got LA. Let's go. I can yeah. do this. Do you feel like you have changed? Yeah. Cause I think that we, yes, but and not, how? well, I just think that like, I think that my essence and my like spirit is still the same, but the circumstances that I deal with, like a year ago, I definitely wasn't like, you know, doing this, like Mm -hmm. dealing with like a, dealing with like a, I wasn't doing what I'm doing now. Like then I was just trying to like stay on time every day and make sure that like my confirmation calls were done for my clients weeks out. I was like running Mm -hmm. a salon business and now it's like. I, I like to lovingly refer to it as like how Brittany or Christina Aguilera must have felt in like 2000 or 2001. Mm-hmm. Like, and th- remember that show uh, behind the music? Yeah. Like we this, love or, that. And like, uh, like Diary True Life. I remember like when yeah. Christina Aguilera did her episode, like Stripped had just come out and she was, she's oh, like, I don't have I a lot of time. That. And I got to eat cheeseburgers and, and Burger King. Burger King. Yes, the Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> she loved Burger King. She and then she it. started gaining weight and people were like, it's because she keeps going to the drive thru Yes. And I feel Ashley like, loves Burger King. I do too. I'm more of a Taco Bell queen myself. Oh my God. It's a whole other thing we can talk about. Oh my but God. Live moss, continue, continue. live moss. Um, but yeah, so I just, I, I, it's like, like it feels like I'm, like I'm a hairdresser and, but I'm like a, I, I, like as a hairdresser, I've literally been on these press tours, like with game, with the cast of Game of Thrones, like at Comic-Con, which really feels like you're with like Barack Obama, Angela Merkel, and like every single <laughs> one in the G7. Cause like you're in like a motorcade of cards. Like there's like, they all have bodyguards. It's like, yeah. you Damn. have to have like 18 credentials to get like yeah. Comic-Con with Game of Thrones. Like mm-hmm. you are like with, yeah. Oh, yeah. and I was yeah. like grooming them for it's like, a headliner. Of it's like a thing. And so, yeah. and, but now like, I have like handlers. Like I did this like FYC event and had like literally had a fucking bodyguard. And I was like, like, no, I didn't like ask that when I just got but there. Like, oh, this is like, it. you realize you no, do. No, need so, it. I was like, I think this is like a little much. I'm like a six foot, I'm six foot one, <laughs> and I'm wearing heels. Like, I think I got this. And then this lady like had like too much to drink and she like butted in line and this late, like in the meet and greet line. And she and this other lady had like a full on poured wine on each other's head no. and a full on skirmish. <laughs> at a Netflix for your consideration of her? At my meet and greet line. And I, and, and I was like, oh my God. God, I fucking did need a handler. Like, I can't believe that it's Ashley, like, Ashley needs one at this point. Do, depending on where you're at. Because, like, if I'm at Stagecoach, that, that's, like, Bachelor Mecca. 
Alaska. No, I went to Disneyland with Disneyland, Ashley. Disneyland, After Boy that season concerts. of Paradise. Hanson concerts. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Okay, well, hold on. I want to talk about your spirit and your essence for a second because I do feel like you have so much soul as part of you. And this this spinoff of Queer Eye is so much different than the one like 15 years ago. First question, why bring back Queer Eye now? And second... Um, do you feel like you're doing more with Queer Eye, like culturally, than they did in the past? Um, well, I think a really important reason for like why I bring Queer Eye back now is I like to jokingly say that if we have like a Republican administration in office, we should probably have Queer Eye on the air because <laughs> you know usually like the social because Queer Eye the first time was on from 2003 yeah. to seven, and then yeah. Barack got yeah. in, elected yeah. in eight, and then in sixteen, you know the the ceiling caved in and. Um, we didn't shatter her. She caved in, and we, <laughs> we yeah. Her. And so, um, I think that always, you know, throughout history, there in any um, society, there's always like that social pendulum that swings mm-hmm. between right. like left and right. And yeah. I think that um, there's like a really strong swing to the right. And I think, in, you know, in terms of saving tax money, that's really cute. But in terms <laughs> of like that boy who in right. the OC was like literally was killed like two months ago, three months right. ago in a hate crime, like it, like there's a really major backslide that's going on, not only in the United States, but all over the world, like in Chechnya and Russia, there's propaganda, like the propaganda laws that got passed in 14 that like haven't been rescinded. They haven't been changed. There is like so much issue across the world that it's not as comfortable as as we thought. And even though Mm -hmm. there have been progressions that's been made, if you don't stay visible, like those progressions go away. Mm -hmm. And I think that another issue is is that because we become so polarized and divided not only here but like across the world like there's very few safe places where you can come to the watering hole so to speak and like have a conversation with right. someone on the other side of the spectrum from you and you guys do on the show all the time mm-hmm. which we love and you need to i think there needs to be a place where you can like have those conversations and have a bridge into having those conversations and like not be an asshole and yes. like the most i think one of my favorite episodes is when you guys i think his name was Corey, the cop mm-hmm. and that just the conversations that you guys had with them are just such tough conversations that people don't even have at home and i think it was really cool to see it on like yeah. a mainstream service like these people making it cool you know you end up crying at the end of every single episode uh, every single, which actually can i ask you about season two a little because i heard sure. you guys did an episode with someone named skylar and i'd love you to talk about that episode coming up sure very soon um skylar was our first um hero who's trans and his story is so amazing and for uh he was really going through a you know really intense time in his transition and um I think that that, you know, the visibility of that, it hasn't, I don't think it's been seen, it's definitely not been seen through the lens of Queer Eye, Mm -hmm. Um, and which is an interesting lens. And, um, but Skylar's just like an amazing person. So I'm really excited for people to get to see his story. Um, For me, I was, I have been doing hair for 13 years and have had like so many clients um, of so many different shapes and sizes and creeds. And um, I've been, I've had the pleasure and honor to work with so many, with several, several, very, very, very many trans people. It's actually because I had, 
a therapist in the day who specialized in um, people that were transitioning and I was like a newly baby hairdresser and so I just like put a stack of my cards like in that little office like I just I just it's always better to ask forgiveness than ask permission mm-hmm. and so I just left yep. a little stack on that little oh, table and honey that built my clients yeah. I was, and so that's amazing but I just really wanted you know I wanted that story to be and I think that we did a beautiful job of it um just to be dealt with with like so much respect and love and mm-hmm. and I wanted Skylar to feel comfortable and and um just feel great cuz it's a really vulnerable situation for anyone going into like a queer eye like make better it's mm-hmm. you're sharing your story with like 110 million people and like I don't even in like I don't the only countries that like Netflix is not in is like Syria mm-hmm. Crimea Syria Crimea North Korea and there's one other one China but other than that, she's everywhere. And in China, they have all those VPNs. So they'd be like getting Netflix like it's no problem. <laughs> you know they so, crack that shit yeah, on the internet. Yeah, they do. They, you know they, they fucking they're so watch smart it. They're so like, They watch Netflix like before Netflix is out. Right? They're like, actually, we like are going to see this like fight. Is that racist? Are we being? No, no, no. we're not. No, because we're like, because we're praising. No, because we're praising. <laughs> they're, no, they're, they're very, very skilled. Yeah. They're like a gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, um, Asian women get paid the most in the workforce. I'm really? dating this yes. gorgeous Puerto Rican boy, and um, he. Do we have the same type? You like a little bit of a Mediterranean. I love like, everyone. A, really. Aladdin. Okay. I, yeah, I really Aladdin. like. I am obsessed with uh, personalities, which is crazy. Which is nice. No, that's <laughs> that's great. Just, that's what every that's how Caribbean. Well, there's Caribbean. I don't want people to think that I think that Puerto Rico is in the Mediterranean. Just letting you know. Okay. <laughs> I know. Before no, everyone, was I said Mediterranean look in referring to Puerto Rican. I mean Latino, Spanish. You just want dark hair and yes. brown eyes. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> you knew that was gonna come if I didn't oh, crack yeah. myself there. Hundred <laughs> percent. So funny. Um, okay, so but when- he has this really cute accent, and I was like, I, I, um, <laughs> like, like I didn't. When I first saw him, I didn't realize that he had the accent, and then when right. I when he started talking, I was like, oh. My God! And then, after like, <laughs> and then after like two days, I was like, "Is it?" I asked him. I was like, "Is it like am I like fetishizing your accent?" Because I like I think it's so high. Yeah. And and I'm like, it's like if you're they don't get accents, but I love no. That. Okay, so that was I funny. think they're sexy, but I want to marry an accent. Well, I, I do. I, I it's hot. I think it depends on the like. It just depends for me where it comes from. One time I got that I was fetishing Mexicans because so the Mexican guys were hot. Well, Someone accused her of fetishing yeah. Mexicans. She just likes them. She thinks they're hot. Well, but Mexicans come in like all different shapes and colors and sizes and stuff. Oh, no. Yeah. For, yeah. So but you're go. like, on you're... the whole, I love a Latino mold. Exactly yeah. what I'm, I'm saying. I think that's yeah. even say it and be less offensive. There you go. Yeah, like, I love a Latino moment. I love a, t- I love a Latino <laughs> moment. See, I'm going to tell you everything that I say that is not, and like, cute, and then you can translate it into... But, you know, it's, but it is it's stressful. It's like we're in this, like, cancel culture. Right. And Do you like, think that I it's know. getting a little too stressful that we had to walk on eggshells so much? Well, you know, I have some really conservative friends, and some of them were talking about that in relation to Roseanne, and they were like, I think this is one step too far. How do you not cancel Samantha B, but you cancel Roseanne? And I'm like, well... Samantha B didn't say that Melania was a like Slovakian blah 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 yeah. or like an Eastern like yeah. there wasn't she just she called did, her a she name. She never resembled her to an ape. Yeah, she just called her yeah, a name. Was, like I think you can call was, people a name. Right? Yeah, you can call people a name, and that's I think that is like fair play. Like you're allowed to call people stuff. Like yeah. this is a free gorgeous country, so you can call people stuff, but. What Roseanne said yeah. was no extremely like, racist. No one yeah. is standing no by. And then she yeah. blamed yeah. it on Ambien. And then did you guys see? Yeah, Ambien was funny. The Ambien company? said, we do not But a lot of people were no. standing by her. A lot of people were saying that this is like two uh, people on the Fox News side were like, right. 
you know, this is, and I, and I, I do question like the people that say that. Cause it's like, who told you that? That like, that this is like, cause it's one girl on Instagram. I saw that. I was like, oh yes, I love that quote. I'm going to say this all the time. Mm-hmm. Like freedom of speech doesn't mean freedom of consequence. Yeah. But, that's very that's smart. true. Yeah, but then that. it's like, but then it's like, I just hope I don't ever like have like 18 shots of tequila and then like do an interview. But I think that's the other thing is, is that like alcohol and, and Ambien isn't going to make you say something that you would not exactly because I'm not racist, yeah. so I'm not going to say something. You can't racist. blame yes. it on that. Yeah. It's that, also I was telling totally. Ashley in an interview something can slip out wrong, but if you're tweeting it, reread it, and then post it like yeah. that, you take a couple breaths. And how she's acted about it since is like. Yeah, it's pretty gross. I just it really need her to have, like, hope Roseanne. we have a Jackie spinoff, but... or they're talking about having Sarah Gilbert do a Darlene spinoff. So oh, my God, are they? Yay! I bet you Darlene gets Roseanne a spinoff, and then Jackie's the best there. You guys, yeah, I, I just did a high V, like a cheerleading <laughs> high V. I essentially, like, hit the crowd, like, invisibly. Because I'm, like, I am, I'm so here. Yes. It was just so fucked that they all lost their jobs. Yeah. I know. I really, like, like, I really think they're going to, like, the part that put I it all together, and then everybody gets their jobs back except for Roseanne. And what will be really cute is if they like you know did like an elephant in the room sort of a thing and yes. like like did like yeah like it, that would be really fun like if they just if got, they like, made fun of it yeah. you no know, just like like they like had like Darlene move next door to like a really conservative like nightmare yeah. like essentially yes. so you have like that conservative yeah. tension yeah, you but still just, have the, the like the, yeah. the both sides yes. it'd be so funny it'd just be called Darlene and like yeah. that yes. makes writing. me laugh no, they should use the modern font on Instagram like that like on story like oh, the, the modern one font. the supreme yes. one yeah so it's not like it's not like you know like the Roseanne like yeah. 70s the like doing all like 70s. modern yeah like yes girl but also like can Insta Story give us some more fonts like I'm getting bored I know and I'm why not. did they make the, the, only be, the gap between the huge gap in between like if, the lines exactly okay, well, I'm no kind of friends with some people at Instagram can so they, if they happen to swipe up on the link on this when I post on my oh, Insta Story this is what I would Insta, say no can, we love Insta, I want, I, no, no 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 this is lovingly this is loving hopes this is not we are not coming for Instagram we are not crazy oh we know Instagram no we love Instagram I'm what I want my current biggest beef with the, the fonts, fonts. Yeah. for that gorgeous cursive neon one. The can I get a backing? Thank, Thank you. you. Also, I can't for see the, it. For the other one, the modern one doesn't have a backing. That's what either. I really don't get. The modern one is my favorite, and so is the cursive. And they both, I need to like color in behind. Modern it. has. Oh my! Is it called bitch. backing yeah. or highlight? No, no, you guys. I need everyone. I need everyone to calm down for a second. I need okay. everyone to like because you know because yeah. you just you just fucking cracked an Easter egg or excuse me an ostrich egg on my face. <laughs> expected me to just like have yolk all over my face and not stop everyone and talk about it. So you guys, I don't know if you remember this, but before that gorgeous backing feature came on back in the day in the, in the dark ages of Insta stories, we used to have to color in behind things so you yeah. could see yes. the writing, honey. I forgot about that. Yeah. You guys, I fucking forgot about wow. that shit. But you and your new haircut and your new love <laughs> just shed your light on me, honey. Your creativity just shown your light oh on me, honey. God. So if you guys want to use that cursive highlighter font, but you can't see it, you just got a color in behind yeah. her. I don't think you've ever done that before. Have you never done that before? No, on the so curse of one, I used to use her, but I forgot. Oh my God, that's so funny. I'm too caught up. Oh, I'm too I caught up with my so celebrity remembering right now. Thank you. You're like, okay, I already knew that you were smart and resourceful. <laughs> I did. But I feel like you're correcting that, like, that Mediterranean Puerto Rico joke was lit. Oh, thanks. It was so lit. <laughs> like, needing to clarify that. I just feel like that's really funny. I just like, you're really quick on your feet. You're like, killing me. I'm obsessed. <laughs> oh my God, thank you. Okay, <laughs> move on. Move Ashley? on. He likes me. I should never talk to Oh my God, we found your weakness. You can't take compliments. No, fuck. Oh, no, she can no, take I can't take compliments. <laughs> but, but you are quite something. Do you you're feel also drinking from a, a cup with my face on it, which I'm going to have to document. Oh my God. 
I love that. Okay, hold on. To, yeah, I okay. love her. Can you drink from it? Oh, yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> oh, wait, for, in my angle? Oh, wait, can I get this spoon knife? She's yes, like ruining yeah. our lives. Mm-hmm. You can wait, put can, it is on. in the shot? You can put this No, I don't there. want to fuck her up. Oh, my God. This is so funny, you guys. Are you ready? This is my life right now. The lighting's amazing, too. It's gorgeous. I think all of us here can agree that we do love Chrissy Teigen. She's so cute and relatable. <laughs> She's definitely the most relatable supermodel there is. And she is teaming up with Blue Apron, one of our at-home favorite meal kits, for six weeks of wildly fun, flavorful cooking, featuring recipes like, mm, Lauren, are you ready to hear this? Yeah, I'm ready. Garlic, soy, glazed shrimp, and charred broccoli with hot green pepper sauce and sesame chicken noodles. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Did we mention that you also don't even have to step foot into a grocery store? Lauren is the absolute worst at the grocery store. I can't even bring her there. It's more of going with Ashley, but yes. Anyway, so this eliminates the need for the grocery store because Blue Apron delivers fresh pre-portioned ingredients and step-by-step recipes right to your door and they can be cooked in under 45 minutes, which is good because whenever I'm cooking, Lauren's like, is it ready yet? I'm starving. I'm going to faint. The menu changes every week based on what's in season and it's designed by Blue Apron's in-house culinary team. Blue Apron offers 12 new recipes each week and customers can pick two, three, or four recipes best on what fits their schedule. Blue Apron only sends non-GMO ingredients and meat with no added hormones. And Lauren is super picky and she's not like a huge fan of me cooking, but whenever I cook with Blue Apron, she actually eats it and she does enjoy. It is good. It is always good. Yes, consistency is key and so is freshness. So check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free at blueapron.com slash get it, G-E-T-I-T. That's blueapron.com slash get it, G-E-T-I-T, to get your first three meals for free. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Jonathan, are you always on? Like, are you always happy? Because I feel like that's all we see, and I want to see some dark side. This is why I'm addicted to TV and alone time. Okay. <laughs> um, so usually, like, at night, I, my personal assistant, Julie, I think could give you a Kelly Clarkson uh, podcast of my dark side. Okay. Um, cool. We'll have her on next week. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I mean, I do. I mean, like, there's, like, definitely, like, emails and situations that I get where I'm, like, I go into Olivia Pope mode and, like, I turn around. I, like, tuck my hair behind my ear and I'm, like, I need to fucking contain this. Yeah. Like, it's usually not, like, a PR nightmare because of me. Like, it's I not, it's never, it's usually this. never me, but yes. there usually is some where I'm, like, I need to neutralize this fucking threat. I need to fucking deal with your fucking ass. Right. Because um, entertainment is kind of Game of Thrones-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and typically, though, because of the way that I... Sounds like you do Taylor Swift moves. Well, no, but I think actually I seldom need to do that because usually I feel like I'm pretty what you see is what you get. Mm -hmm, And I I actually don't, I don't have a manager. I have agents, but I, I like, I, I kind of, I deal with, I like to deal directly with people who I work with. Like I don't really like representation speaking for me a lot. Um, so in those sense, I'm not always happy and I will like, and I am comfortable like standing up for myself and, and learning how to like not come on too strong and like saying what you need and not being a nightmare. And you know, that's like, there's like a learning curve to all that. And that's a very fine line too. Like this isn't a cute persona for TV. Like this is really No, I really am like that. Like I really am like that, but it's not like that all the time. I mean, there's like whenever I'm in boss mode. Yeah. And it's funny because like this, like some friends, like when I first meet them, like when they see that come out, cause it'll like. (laughs) 
Like, mm-hmm. I will, like, just all of a sudden be, like, talking about the 1996 Olympics, but then I'll turn around and be like, okay, <laughs> yeah. this is, like, a thing I have to, like, yeah. whatever. Or I'll be Such talking. an Aries. I am. Me too. March 28th. Did you know that was my birthday? March 24th, yes. Oh of course God, I did. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to do my research. I love him. But, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So that's that. Okay. Um, really quick, just because we can literally talk no, forever. No, no, no. I need to know about like everyone on Queer. I love Tan, but I need to know: Are you guys actually all best friends in real life? I feel like you are, but I need yeah. to know the truth. And also, like, are you closer to one over the other, or like? No, it's kind of like how like in your if you have like siblings, like there's like one who if you want to talk to mm-hmm. about one thing, you'll go to them, and if mm-hmm. there's like another situation, like you're going to go to them, and if you have a question about this, you'll go to. That. So it's right. like that. Um, also, like, yeah, I mean, I'm. I love all of them in like different ways. I feel like a mother saying that, but we all, I feel like, cause like when we're all together, we all like hang together mm-hmm. and like, like when we're working, like we're always like all together, mm-hmm. but because of like, I'm between New York and LA a lot. And like, so that makes me see Anthony more. And so like, I, I'll post about that mm-hmm. more because I like right. see him and I have this like rule with him when I'm in New York and he's in New York. Like we don't do other things on Wednesdays. Cause like, that's Aww. like our pal around day. Oh, oh my God. And so that so usually cute. makes its way into my little Insta story. Whereas like Tanny lives in fucking Salt Lake. And so I only yeah. ever get to have him on my gram if we're like working together. Whereas yeah. like Bobby and Cromo live here. And so I know I feel like Bobby and Cromo are always together. And I feel like Anthony and Tanner are together a lot. And I feel like you're just like, yeah, we with like, everyone. No, they're yeah. best friends. Flo. They're best friends, but it's really who you live close right. to. No, yeah. And so I think, and I also think that like people, and I actually, like I kind of hate this like like that like people ask like that whole thing and like just needing to be like like when people are like oh like who has the most followers or who's yeah. the best friends or who's your favorite oh. it's like people I feel like just want to sometimes like just poke for things and like investigate like drama or create something that's like not there right mm-hmm. and it's like I don't know. I just, that's like, I, I don't like that. I guess right. people are shipping you guys then, right? Yeah. What's that mean? Like, it means like relationshipping you. Aren't you guys, are, trying are you to the only single you one? Yeah. You're the yeah. only single one. Only single, yeah. one. Only single is, one. Is everyone else married? Um, Tan's Tan, married Bobby's and Bobby's married. married. Tan and Bobby. <laughs> and Cromwell's engaged. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so amazing. So cute. All right, so they're not really because they're in relationships. Yes. Right. But um, can we talk about Anthony's mouth? Oh, uh, Turn corners of his mouth. Look it's at so Lauren's cute. face right now. I think about it every day. He's oh my god! Like he's the so things that would happen with a mouth. He's really gorge. He's so gorge. But he's John is, like better looking I than John Mayer. Right? But you know the thing that's even better about Anthony than his like face. His soul. His soul. <laughs> he is no, literally. <laughs> he is one of the like this. The, my um, I had this thing happen on set when we were filming. Where like my uh, I got like. I got really injured on set. Aww. Like, really injured. Like, my big toenail got ripped off. Oh, oh my God. And you should be hospitalized for that. It was a thing. And so, and I had to, like, get on a plane two days later, fly here and do Game of Thrones. I did the season finale of Game of Thrones with, like, a zombie swollen foot, like, the size Aww. of my head. And then, like, went back and did the last two episodes like that. So, like, so the Fireman episode, so the last episode of season one and the first episode of season two, I am, like... I am Hobbling. dead in my wow. head, oh, no. but I'm and I'm not on pain meds because like I can't be funny on pain meds. So I'm just like <laughs> on like eighteen thousand ibuprofen and trying to mm-hmm. not die. Yeah. And when that happened, like all of all of the boys were like really supportive and like crazy helpful. Um, but Anthony especially was like, I didn't carry a bag after that. Like he, like if like Aww. he carried like everything for me, he helped that me like so, so much. Great. You guys are all. Did you guys all get along right off the bat? We did. That is that's so rare. But we also, I feel like. But we also like if some if someone's going through it or someone's like feeling some kind of way like we like talk about it yeah like Cromo's a fucking therapist and yeah. I've been doing hair for thirteen years and all of us 
are hairstylists are therapists. Yeah, and so yeah. We, yeah. we talk about it. Like we will have like a little powwow. Yeah. Like I'm feeling that like we we do. We're we're communicative babies. Do you yeah. think that your friends like before the show are jealous of your new friends? Because I know that happens the Bachelor all the time. They only hang out with the Bachelor people and they feel a little neglected. That's a good question, Lauren. Um, no, no. You still give them equal amount of attention. Well, <laughs> I, I, I think that I think, that all of, I think I, it's because you end up going to events with them, and in the, like all the flashy things are with your new friends. Yeah, that are I know on TV that our friends you. worry about Ashley, you know, not hanging out with them as much because she's always with the bachelor people. So I worry about that with everyone I, who gets I, sudden fame. As I've gotten older, my circle has gotten smaller, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so my really, really, really like ride or die like inner 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 circle, which is like three people. Yeah, um, I don't think that they feel neglected. I think that I probably have like friends that are like in my acquaintance circles who I've known in the last few years who. May they're like that I'm not around um, as much, but that's I don't think that they feel jelly of my friends. I feel like or of the boys. I feel like they're like his life just changed mm-hmm. a lot, and so they're kind of aware that I'm like. I get and it, even yeah, before right. queer, like I like started going back and forth to New York, so I was like, yeah. you always were like thin. everywhere. Yeah, and had like a lot of groups of friends. yeah, yeah. yeah. How, so cool. how does it feel to be front and center on that? queer eye picture <laughs> because yeah you look it's such an incredible photograph like i could look at it forever because it just says dominance to me and your hair, your hair, is, your just hair like, is just blown it's is like, there like a little jealousy that you are like the <laughs> front man of the boy band it's just like you had the beyonce your beyonce i think that they all I, I literally don't think that i think that it was like just a matter of like the hair yeah that's what <laughs> yeah. i think like it's, it's like just, framing everything yeah, yeah there's just it's like that particular billboard was like just a matter of the hair because we all i feel like we all like, take turns like in the middle like we all yeah. are like we're very rotating yeah. yeah. oh my god that music video that came out with betty who did you love it oh my so god <laughs> we're obsessed so with my heel. i was about to go to bed and i stumbled upon it on tan story and i was like no and then i you know when you like a song you just play it over yes. and i'm one of those she's people she's the shit out of that she's, song you guys she's great. Like, so Oh, yeah. good at it. But Ugh. I think that your hair is symbolic of like almost your personality and that like you know how you were saying your hair was the reason you were in the middle of the billboard, but I also feel like it is just it's too a spirit. Like, can we talk about King You Believe and Shrugs to Funk? Sure. Like, did you ever think that would even catch on no. as much as it did? No, no. Especially not like <laughs> Wait, especially and yes the, one, but no? the one that I really like fucking devastated about is Can You Believe? Because like Shrugs to Funk, like I had a major moment with her like a year and a half, two years ago, where it was like I said it a lot, and then mm-hmm. it kind of like I kind of put her to bed and then I just like said it that one time. <laughs> um, but as far as like Can You Believe, night, that is something that's like in my vernacular that like I say that organically a lot. I've said mm-hmm. that organically now we a lot. Yes. My too. mom goes, Can you believe the other day? And I was like, Yes, mom. But I feel I like I can't say time. it anymore because I feel like people are like, Oh, like you're using you it. Know, Catch like, yeah. like, No, I but have you trademarked this? Because I use it now when I host. Like whenever I don't think you can like trademark like a word. No, Taylor Swift trademarked. Um, she trademarks words all the time. Oh, I don't really? know if I'm. Yeah. trying. I don't know if that's. I don't know. If no, how Taylor she... um, Paris Hilton did that's hot. Oh, okay. Paris Hilton, that's Taylor hot. Swift did a lyric from "Shake It Off." I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. But Jonathan, I think you should do it. <laughs> I, uh, I have a question. Just, we'll talk. Like, I have a question. We're talking about, about yeah, so sweet. Um, since you're a hairstylist, do you judge everyone's hair? You actually see? don't. Okay, good. Because I was like, Ashley's I mean, judging. Yeah. I, I love this. your. I love your new hair. You mean my cut? Yeah, your like cut. Yeah, I'm obsessed with her. Oh, thank you. <laughs> do you think like, <laughs> oh, I can make that girl look so much better? No. Okay. No. Um, do you have like- unless it's really fucked up? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> unless it's like a side part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or what about like someone you're dating? Aren't you like, oh, we could just like snip, print, snip, right Sometimes here here. if there's like something really egregious, I'm like, let me just like, yes. Okay. But usually I'm like into something that already looks, that I already like. Okay, yeah. great. All right. Amazing. Now let's ask fun questions. Like what was your worst date? Um, oh my God. 
I dated this guy in hair school, and on, we had Fourth of July double date plans, and so. Mm-hmm. Which was a picnic, so we were making this picnic. He fucked me on the kitchen counter. Then we went to the picnic with my friends, and then on the way to the Fourth of July fireworks, he fucking broke up with me in the car <gasps> before the fireworks. Yep, and he was like, "I don't think this is like working. Like, I think we should see other people." And so I started laughing because I thought that he was like kidding because like oh he just God. fucked me on the counter what and had this like picnic double side. date. And and I was like, on the what? way to the fireworks, yeah, on the way to the fireworks. And so then I was like, and so he was like, he's like, I understand, like if you don't want to go to the fireworks, like you can. He's like, and I was like, no, I was like, it's no, like I'll take you home. That's like crazy. And where is he now? No, well, I'm just no. So then I got like one more block away, and like it was a red light, and then I was like, I looked at him, and I was like, actually, you can walk, like definitely walk home, definitely. like get out, like wow. please get out, like I definitely just let you come in me get out oh my god um, and so that was how i felt that's terrible yeah, that's the worst have you ever Been fallen ghosted. in love at, oh i was gonna say have you ever fallen in love at first sight no do you ghost do you, people and have you ever been ghosted yes and yes <laughs> i feel like you ghosted people yeah. same yes yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so as you know, you know, you know what other the other thing is about ghosting. Like, I get that it's like cruel or whatever, but like the other thing is, is that like no is a complete sentence. Mm-hmm. So I get that no doesn't equal silence. But if I never talk to you again, just assume that's a no. I know we're like anti ghosters. Well, I'm anti. I think I w- I don't know. It just we depends. Do a, I do a segment called Ghosted on here. And we try yeah Ghostbusters, and we try not. We try to be like don't ghost so anyone. So people call in and then we call then the person. Like, okay, no, but here's the other. Th- here's the thing. When I say ghosted, like I've never like dated someone for like six weeks or like two weeks or like had dates right. with. And then uh-huh. It's like a one or two days. Yeah, it's like yeah. I know it's like if you met them on like fucking Raya or like yeah. when I had Grinder or like on Tinder or something. And yeah. if you like if you and then you're like I don't know about it. Yeah. Right. No, I think, I think I think it's, it's after like four dates yeah. or more. That oh, no, 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 no. Okay. Then I can feel like I can yeah. have a. Con- yeah, no, I don't. Do that. No, definitely not. If it's like two dates, then you're like, oh, it's just not happening. Yeah. I have questions, but they're not like super fun. Uh, but I need to ask you about that. Well, I mean, the butt sex was a gut. Oh, definitely, right. definitely yes. we want to talk so, about. Um, Jonathan's going to give us tips to for us ladies to have anal sex with our significant yes, other. Yes, let's talk tips, about it, please. Because one time, the first time I was a virgin, and this guy was like, "Well, I'm going to put it in your butt," and he tried to put it in, and I pooped on him. Okay, yeah, yeah. So this looks <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. so gross. Well, that can happen if you're not prepared, and that's <laughs> I why wasn't prepared at and all. And that's why we've all learned. You know, we've all learned. You got to clean know, it up right? there And I before. go over there very nervous, like having the shits anyway. So it's like oh, already, it's like already not, there. It's, a big, it's already there in the hole. I wish I did it when I, I was in Anal's not on the menu for like if you're not feeling, if your stomach's not feeling right, girl, okay. it's not on the menu. She is a different moment. Okay. Well, we talked oh, about this. definitely going to need oral tips from you too. Yeah, I had butt sex before I lost my actual virginity and you were like, that's not. Okay, so ladies, what do we do? So, um, well, I, you know, had a very long relationship with this before I like figured out like my, because now I actually am like really efficient. It doesn't take me long to like get ready. Like it's, I know like when it's going to happen. I know like, because there's other times where if you're just, if your stomach hurts or if you like just aren't, like it's like, it, it, you, it, you, there are times like when you're not going to be ready and that's okay. Right. Um, but that's like not often. Um, so, do you say like, <laughs> I can't do this right now? You, My tummy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like if you're in a relation, like he would understand right, yes. this. But that also, again, like doesn't happen that much unless you've really had like a long, loving weekend, honey, and you have been run 
Ragamuff. <laughs> Ragamuff. That's the thing where you're like, you know what? I need a few warm baths and a day off. I'm so sorry. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll well, let's like let's have a gorgeous oral moment, mm-hmm. um, or like jerk and like jerk off and make out. Um, so should we do shoe? Because I know you guys do before, yes, right? Of course, yeah. So that's a, a that's lot of a, gay men. Yeah. Do. So what you do is you want to go to the bathroom first. So mm-hmm. what happens like if you're at the heat of the moment? Like you really have to take a pause. Yeah, guys, pause. You go to the bathroom and they clean it out, right? I usually try to if I know that like my man's coming over if I want to be intimate in that way. Like what I really try to do if I'm being like you know gold star boyfriend what I try to do is like when they're on their way home or whatever like I'll kind of like try to have it ready because once you're prepared like I feel like I stay good for a couple hours like I'm like if you do like before dinner and then have like a light dinner like you're probably cute still afterwards Mm -hmm. unless the dreaded thing happens where like you think you're ready and like you're feeling ready but then all of a sudden you're like oh nope there is another situation (laughs) and then and then yeah that's that sucks I hate that but Mm -hmm. usually you're like okay for a while so you want to go to the bathroom (laughs) And then you can have a shower moment or you can have a balloon or you can even like if you're traveling, you could have like a ladies, like, you know, Eve's, Eden's Garden. Oh, I know yeah, that that's yeah, like the yeah. band. Summer's Eve. We summer's summer Eve, love yeah. some but summer's dump Eve. dump her out and then fill her up with water. Like I don't, I don't know about that soft stuff in your beehole, but I just do like some yeah. warm water. Yeah. Um, and so after you go to the bathroom, you just like squeeze her up there and then you like, you, if you're doing a balloon, you just stand up, you do like a little shimmy shake, shimmy shake, shimmy shake. <laughs> And then you just like pop back I'm on the dying. toilet and you like let her, you let you, you, egg, you, uh, what's you, um, Excuse you, egg, you evacuate her. It's not, oh, is okay. it like an enema? Yeah. You evacuate her yeah. and then you just go back in. You just do that like two or three times until like when you evacuate and she's just yeah. like a little baby water moment. And then you just let your finger go in there and give her a little what's yeah. for and make sure that everything's feeling gorgeous and ready to go. And so that's the balloon way. Or you could have a shower moment, which is my preference. Okay. Cause it's a little more thorough. And so then in the shower, after you go to the bathroom, you get in the shower and and you um, put the little nozzle in with like a little baby bit of lube, so it's like so you're ready. And you put the little warm water, and you don't want to have it on too hard because it can. Sh- if you right. have it on too intensely, and it like shoots way up there. That's like not cute. So you want to yeah. like hold it up so that you can see like how far the water is going up. Like I like a little like four or five six inch mom. Yeah. Um, and then what you do in my experience is you just you let her fill it like you fill her up. And then you do that little shimmy shake, shimmy shake, shimmy shake until like you can't hold her in anymore. And then you remove the little thing from the the douche. You right. remove her, and then you and then you go out of the bathroom and or like you go out of the shower to the loo, and you just <laughs> and then you go back to the shower. So you do that two or three times until she's ready, until okay. she runs like wow. very very clear. Wow, this, this is a lot of prep. This is like you better not fucking ghost me if but I that whole went thing, through all no, this no, shit. No, no, that is a thing. But even but even if that does happen, you're still like, clean? well, at least I feel really clean right. and gorgeous. Okay. Everything going great. But also, do you always use lube for anal? Yes or no? Um, because my fear is like a dry one going up there. Do you think that people are think that I'm like a really filthy nightmare person, or do you think I'm just sex positive? I'm just sex positive. I'm no, just like everybody. 2018, we're sex positive. I hope it doesn't cause me like a gorgeous brand deal. Um, but it's no, it'd give you like a nice summer's eve deal. Yeah. Yes, yeah, exactly. Or like a squatty potty. Yeah, um, oh, change my love. life. Change my yeah. life. Yes. You have one? Comes right. You out. have to because that way, and this is why you also have to have a squatty potty because it's the it, best. so this all this really is going to come full circle. So um, lube. The answer to that is yes. If the guy's not into eating ass, but if he's into eating ass. Sometimes you can get it gorgeous and spitty enough with that that mm-hmm. you don't need lube, which I think is like really hot and gorgeous when you're just having like your own natural moments. You don't like have to have lube. And I also feel like she's like a little less mess and it's kind of hot, but like he like ate you so good that like you right. just don't even need it. Mm. Um, so I love that. Um, and then the full circle reason for that is is that when you, if you're sitting on the john forever to go to the bathroom, you get those dreaded like imprints. And then when he's eating your ass, there's like <laughs> oh. a fucking imprint. But right the squatty potty, like when you're going to the bathroom, like if you sit you on the like john to poop a lot and then you need to go it. to have sex like afterwards, yeah. um, if he like you over on your stomach there's like a fucking like that ring mark yeah it's like, like, it's like a brown like ring of poop oh. 
so that which way, is the reason for skid marks, Ashley, on yes. the underwear. Yes. No, no, skid marks are because you don't wipe. <laughs> but also from the ring, you can get it. if you. I picked a wedgie. Babe, you One do time. not get skid marks from the ring on a fucking toilet ring. <laughs> skid marks happen when you don't wipe your ass and then you sit down and the shit from your butthole gets on your underwear. But who does you wipe really their have ass? To dig your Someone butt. who gets skid marks. <laughs> Uh, we talked about how we all oh, we talked about skin uh, you guys need to get some <laughs> wet wipes and clean your butthole. Come in the wet wipe after you wipe, poop. Wipe <laughs> Y'all okay, really need to have this conversation rare, with me. Okay. <laughs> I rarely have them. We, ever. Yeah, totally. We just I didn't need to shave your skin marks. No. Um, we so also only wear it's thongs. It's only with thongs. So. thongs. Oh, maybe Picky that's why she's with a lot more intimate. Yeah, it's not fucking G string. Oh my gosh, not with regular underwear. Oh, I was like, you guys, wipe your ass. That's the name of this. That's the title of this podcast. Wipe your ass. Okay, well, Skin Marks was our podcast title three episodes ago. Yeah. Can't use it again. Too soon. But the squatty potty, um, I always, when I do go poopy, I have to like put my toes up in the air. Like I always just naturally put my toes in the air. But the squatty potty, because the thing is like in. My feet, my. my, my Well, you could do it with that. If you can't afford a squatty potty, put some books and magazines in trash can. You just have to lift your legs. Because it stimulates the squat. I'm sorry, I just poop like four times a day. No problems. Everything's great. Yeah. So I don't but you have coffee a lot. Okay, but let's, okay, but if your normal BM takes like three minutes or two minutes, yeah. it doesn't take that long to exit. Yeah. A squatty potty is going to be twenty seconds. Yeah. Okay. It'll and it's, it's right more healthy. It's it's healthier for your. It's it's more healthy and ergonomically because in nature before toilets, like when we were running around in nature before yeah. we had houses, we would just pop a squat to take a shit. Yeah. It's like dogs. And exactly. And so mm-hmm. because we're sitting down, like that's what causes hemorrhoids. And if you're really into anal, yeah. you don't really want hemorrhoids. No. And so. And it's just less pressure on your butt and the straining, so it's yeah. really much better for your body to get into that squat. And I know babe. you travel all the time. Did you know that there's travel ones? No, I have to. I'll buy you one. I usually use those <laughs> little my garbage cans and I put it on its side. There's travel squat. And then like your right leg, it sucks because like your right leg like pushes like the lid of the trash yeah. can. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like not reinforced. Yeah, no. So you kind of like to use your core and it kind of like to, like defeats the purpose because you're not relaxed. And I'm like, I don't know if this is working the same, but I'm really oh, committed to God. the squatty body. So funny. Okay, can I ask one serious one? We gotta finish well, I feel up. Like real anal quick. sex preparation is really serious. It to is me. It's it's very serious. Gave you like I a full encyclopedia breakdown. Um, so I'm still dating in 2018, and so many guys are so masculine, Jonathan. And I think what you guys do a really good job of on Queer Eye is like taking away that toxic masculinity that some men have that don't want to talk about their emotions. So, like for a single girl or guy in this day and age, like what can we do to like open someone up or like get rid of that toxic masculinity? Because so many guys feel like they're gay if they like open up and let the wall down i like this question because <clears throat> my big is soups mask soups well i think that a issue with toxic masculinity is uh it's hard to to uh if they're really 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 dealing with that it's like hard to get in right it's like hard to like let them like get that wall to let down so i would say Using my oh my god hummingbird, I would say on my big fat Greek. <laughs> no, there was. I would say my big fat Greek wedding reference and say that you know talk men that struggle with this is like they really want to be the head, mm-hmm. so figure out how to be the, the neck. neck. Mm-hmm. So it's like mm. which is annoying, but it's actually more masculine to like be able to can get someone like lead them to water. You know, it's like actually hotter if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you need to encourage them to find that out for themselves. And it's better led by example than like telling them. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think like therapy is really great. And like encouraging people to like, to to get, you know, like if you're like, I think it's going to be hard for you to deal, to deal with that yourself. Right. Like, so I feel like you're like, it's hard to tell someone that like, so it's, 
Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then my last question for you, I promise, but I feel like I'd be doing a disservice to people because we talk about body image a lot and we're going to do a whole podcast oh, on yeah. body image, but you, like, I can't not ask you a question about it. Um, but it also affects guys a lot. It's oh, not yeah. just women. And I feel like in the gay community, it's so bad. Like people literally write on their dating bios, like no fats, no fats. Oh, and true. my friend that's gay, my best oh. friend, Brian, he's like, it's so hard for me to date. I feel like I have to be super ripped in the gay community. Like it's, he feels like it's worse for him than for me actually yeah i feel his pain i i I don't i don't know if it's harder i think that everyone has like their own challenges um and i don't think it's easy out there for anyone it ain't easy for pimp anywhere honey uh men women gay whatever but yeah like the body expectations and the body uh i think really for men and not even just gay men but like the if you look at like the desirable men's physique from like the fifties to now, mm-hmm. it has changed so much. And obviously that's for women too, but like um, both for men and women, the ideal body is like not uh, able to be attained naturally. Like whether it's enhancing your body through surgery or whether it's being on testosterone mm-hmm. and steroids for men, mm-hmm. um, it like the expectations are just like insane. And so I think that if you're doing it, I don't know if anyone is really doing it for themselves or so that we'll be seen a certain way by society or by the people who we want to be seen by. Like, is it really for us? I think that that's like a a question that we could be curious about. Um, But I think that there's no shame in like whatever you want to do. Right. Um, But like, yeah, I mean, do I go to Equinox like six times a week because I love it? Sometimes I ask myself that. But actually, like when I don't go work out, I don't feel good. Like wow. it's, and that's, yeah. that's how I, cause ha- it's also for mental health. No, it's too. mostly for me for mental. Cause like I Same. do like a bunch of yoga when I'm done lifting and like I do a bunch of cardio. And if I don't do that, I'm irritable. Like I don't want to hear about what I should do with your fucking stupid hair. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, if you want to no, know my seriously. dark side, catch me without a gym visit. Okay. Okay. If you want to see me like being a real fucking nightmare, like what that, that's why I go to the gym every yeah. morning. Like that's why I was like, I have to go to the gym. So what are tips on how we can love ourselves and just get like that Jonathan magic? Cause I feel like you just have this confidence and it's so inspiring, you know, because you just, and you inspire other people to love themselves too. So also, well. you get more gorgeous as I look at you. Yeah, you really? are stunning. Yeah. Oh my God, thank you. You're a mustache. You have a great You're like giving me you. Tom Selleck Pringles guy Ooh, vibes. I love that. <laughs> um, I think the biggest thing is, um, I think the actions speak a lot louder than words and I think that we all talk too much. And so for me, how I've learned to love myself is like I have... Um, shown up for myself in a lot of like really difficult positions. Like whether that was, um, you know, believing in myself when I got turned down for like jobs, turned down from men. Um, my, I think one really defining moment in my life was my, my stepdad who I was really close with passed away from bladder cancer in 2012 mm. after like a really intense like three-year battle and it spread to his whole body and it, he ended up like dying in our living room in hospice mm. like in a hospice Aww. bed that was like right where his chair had been. He was like the love of my mom's life. He taught me how to change a tire, fish, ride a bike. Um, he was the one who was like, drop down and give me 20, son. Like, you don't call your mom a bitch. And I was like, ha, ha, ha. And then it was like, in the face. I mean, he taught me how to be a man. Right. Like, um, he taught me how to be comfortable with my masculinity and accept my feminine. He taught me, like, everything. So losing him was, like, so incredibly painful. And I hurt myself. I was so self-destructive. And then my mom got cancer. My mom was diagnosed with ovarian cancer, like, literally oh, a year no. later. Yeah. She's four years cancer-free, thank, thank God. But I think going through that, the year of 2012 um, was so challenging for me in so many ways. And I wanted to give up so bad. Like I gained those 70 pounds in three months in that year. And I I just wanted to give up. And I think uh, through a lot of therapy and through 
just really through a lot of therapy uh, and patience, I was able to show up for myself. And so it's not really about like explaining to your friends or family or like, you know, I think a lot of times like we get in these, in these, ver- in these things where we like talk a lot about like what we need in our mm-hmm. lives with like our friends and family, but like you have to do the yep. work. Yeah. And if you don't, uh, people don't change if they don't work. Like right. I, I haven't seen people be like, you know, I'm in this big old thing. Like if you aren't willing to change and do the work mm-hmm. and I did the work, like I yeah. do, I still do it. Like I still am in therapy twice a week. I still go, I still wake up and go to the gym every day. Like I'm still going to the salon to like show up for those clients. Like, so I think when you learn to show up for yourself, it's like more leading by example with like to that toxic masculinity question. Right. You know, it like if you show up for yourself, then other people will show up for you. And then by, by you being comfortable with your um, masculinity and femininity and like by you being able to show up and say like, I don't like when you speak to me like that or I don't like if like yeah. then by you being comfortable with your masculinity, your man will be better with his. I oh, love nice. this. I'm going to say that so to myself great. now. Show this. up for yourself, Naz. I'm yeah. going to like hear so your voice So if he does something that makes you uncomfortable with yourself, like you are uncomfortable with how he treats people or when he's like being like a nightmare and that talks masculinity, then you can... Voice it and show up for yourself. Thanks, Jonathan. Jonathan, this is the last question. It seems like you have a beautiful balance in your life. Like, but how do you do the working out, the beauty, the job, the love life, the The travel, and the travel? (laughs) How do you do it all and be just like so perfectly balanced? I have a hair assistant. My assistant, Melissa, keeps yep. me together. And my personal assistant, Julie, who's my really good friend, who's uh-huh. like always been my really good friend who I make those Beyonce dance videos with. But now she's like <laughs> my full-time assistant, best friend. Um, she really keeps me together. They really keep me together. And my therapist. Okay. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Therapy's the best. And you yeah. can How do yoga sleep? anywhere. How did I have to sleep a lot. I sleep like eight hours a night. Like I have okay, to sleep I mean, a lot. Clearly, look yeah. at that face and, and actually, you know what? I actually really don't go out a lot. Yeah, I don't drink do a lot. Neither do I don't we. go out yeah. a lot. We I, I do it, it quarterly. I think I'll do it like yeah. once every... And when I do it, I, I turn up, but like I don't go out a lot. I can't get right. this shit done and be this energetic if I'm out till two in the morning Or it'll up. ruin your workout right. and stuff. Yeah. And I just hate the world if, I'm, if I don't get to work out. Same. Jonathan. Jonathan. What a day. What can we even say? You. you are just the greatest thing that's happened to television. And I, we, we fangirl so it hard. It keeps getting better. And <laughs> we're just so happy to have you. I really can't believe world. that, like, we have one of the most iconic TV personalities yes. right now on our podcast. I also feel can't like he's believe. everyone's spirit animal. Yeah. He's just How the many spirit, spirit animal. animal. Do you get? Um, I get a lot, but um, I feel like you're you know my love like... spirit animal because I want your love story. Aww, that's love. you. Oh, love so you guys. Sweet. And here he comes now. Um, so cute. Love that story. Which I didn't uh, mean to say that, but I am so obsessed with you and your love story. Wrap up and say bye before Gurgi barks. Yes. All, All right. right. Bye, All guys. Right. Bye. Thank you so much. Gurgi says bye. I don't podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Wave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Babes and Babies, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It. 